Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. We are so happy to have here. It's not just me and Maddie because I could let's get here last. Hi, everybody. Shh, shh, hush. Um, but we are here with the the one and only, not Carrie Berry, but Cara Berry from Everyone's Business But Mine. Hello, Cara Berry. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a treat to be here. I'm so excited. You have such I know a you beautiful have- lilting voice. We sound like gay vultures just going. Gah! Like, hello, hi. I know you yeah, asked Maddie so not to be here, but sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You shouldn't have told him that, but it's okay. <laughs> he tried to do. Be- he did try to do that. He's like, and then I'll do the finale with Cara Bear. And I said, I do this show too. And he's like, Well, I just was on her show before, and I'm like, I want to meet Cara Berry. Why can't I? Like, I've heard her show. Said, She's not looking for any new friends. She already told me that. <laughs> drama and chaos already i love it here i'm so happy that's that's our show drama and chaos no (laughs) literally y'all because poodle's gonna say that somebody's hammering outside his building (laughs) if y'all hear a pounding noise Kara and i have both decided that he's got a top locked up in a trunk somewhere and he's trying to get out it's noble in the basement he's trying to get out (laughs) either that or the goalie from that soccer team uh He's still there. Wow. Y- y'all, they're doing. I, I, we, we start to record a show, and all of a sudden, maintenance starts to hammer on the plaster of this or the side of the building. It's just, it's another day of working from home. It really is the always. This shit always happens when we do guest spots with people too. Always, <laughs> always. We literally recorded a show today with nothing. Anyway, we're anyway, happy. We're you're here, Kara. We're Thank happy. You. We're we're definitely here to talk about seeking brother husband. Um, and because I know you've been covering that because mm-hmm. you and I were both kind of, we, we both followed Seeking Sister Wife before, but last season was just a, a work of art. It was oh. really the magnum opus of the show. <laughs> a thing of beauty, a thing of beauty. And I just, I yeah. can't believe that they don't have cameras up with another season. It's really devastating. I think it's going to be late summer. Um, that's where I think they're going to, um, I think, I think it usually airs either pre sister wives or, um, near the same time. And I think sister wives will be next fall. 
Well, that's um, what I thought. But Tasha said that she's been DMing uh, the production and they have not been writing her back. So either they've gone ahead without her <laughs> or they're um, not doing anything. You can't do it without Tasha. I know. And Sidian? you can't do it without Squeaky, as you call her. <laughs> My girl. Yeah. She calls her Squeaky from <laughs> from his, he doesn't know. Assass- he, you you know, assassins. Y'all. Uh, Kara, this is basically uh, me the whole time explaining jokes. <laughs> I know the musical Assassins. Do you? I saw it once in, in Glendale. <laughs> assassins in Glendale. Has there ever been a sadder <laughs> phrase? Uh, assassins no, no, in White Plains. That's true. sadder. That's sadder. Fucking White Plains. Um, so... Uh, we Kara, you have a show. Everyone's business yeah. of mine. You do. I know you do pop culture. You do Bravo. Mm-hmm. What else do we need to know on your do- on your CV, your dossier? <laughs> oh gosh, um, I yeah, we're deep into the Bravo bag because there's so much drama happening right now. Um, next week we're going to be cruising into Black Summer House, which I'm very excited about. Summer House. <laughs> What else am I supposed to call? Summer House Martha's Vineyard, I guess, is its Christian name, but I'm calling it what I called it. I said what I said. I'm very, I'm very excited about that. Um, that is definitely going to be a bicurious uh, option for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it does look like they brought the drama. There yeah. is um, a very feisty black queen um, who I've seen in the previews who mm-hmm. is already throwing things um Ooh, so are the, are the men hot i haven't even watched oh yeah yeah the They're men are cute. gorgeous it, it yeah. premieres next sunday um we have i think three former playboy playmates on the cast <laughs> that's and, about right yeah so i'm very excited <laughs> wow now is there because people talk about this and poodle keeps up i don't really that much but as someone in the bravo world are you all in the sandoval thing Scandaval. We Scandaval. don't speak the name Sandoval. Sorry. Yeah. I, what is there for our sissies that we call Carl's wives who are just kind of like me, just kind of pop in when they're mm-hmm. at work, they listen at the water and they just need to know, is there any new information breaking that they need to know? Absolutely. Do you think, what is it? So there was Bravo just released because somebody released a, 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 bunk version of the uh, trailer for the finale they just released an official trailer for the finale this is a extra episode that we were not going to be getting had you know tom sandoval you know kept his penis to himself so this is like all new uh footage of people finding out how the um day after the fact fight between ariana and tom that happens at their home it is very raw very thrilling and yeah, very, very dramatic. It's like when we saw Jen Shaw get arrested in real time, like it's Absolutely. real time drama. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, wow. I, That's exciting. I would have never had this for that show. I would have never seen, because remember last Jamie, season or this You wouldn't season? have anticipated that? <laughs> no, no. And the lat the we it was like last season they were thinking they're thinking about how many more can they go? This show just needs to like go mm-hmm. away at the trash heap. Right. And then this happens. And then yeah. And I at Ariana had texted or DM'd or not DM'd me, tweeted me like maybe an hour before she found out about all of this. So this and she was defending Tom in that tweet. It, she was up until it, up until up the moment. 
up until the moment, up until the moment defending wow. him. So incredible, incredible stuff. Oh, it is the it, it really is the Watergate. Like we say so and so yeah. there's so many gates. This is fucking reality show Watergate. This is gateworthy. Yeah. <laughs> the gateworthy. I like that. Gateworthy. <laughs> so many things are gateworthy. not. This definitely is. Let's but because it was just so recent, um, and also you do you also do we have chosen to opt out of you mentioned Summer House or Black Summer House. We have opted out of regular Summer House this season. Right. We know that you are there for all of the Lindsay and Carl shenanigans. Um, mm-hmm. Do do you ship it? No, I don't. Yeah. Um, I, don't. Yeah. I, I find their relationship to be a little precarious. A lot of it has to do with like Carl's clearly like in the first steps of his sobriety. Um, Lindsay very much still wants to drink. Carl does not want her to drink. It seems like they're not really communicating that to each other. And that seems like a very big conversation that you should have before you get married, I think. I mean, I've never been married, but that just seems like something you should talk about. Yes. It's why it's why they say, you know, wait at least a year before you get into any relationship when you're so when you're doing sobriety. Um, Not on reality TV. I th- we both were kind of into it at first, but then it just became because it, when it first start, started, it seemed kind of sweet and maybe like a real relationship. But then it's like Lindsay became activated and just her PR machine decided right. that we look so good together. We could be the poster children for reality TV relationships. And everything I feel like now is just that. It feels like two robots to me. Yeah. Very spawn con. Yeah, it's I didn't need to be with you on your journey of the people packing with you to your new apartment and yep. the people unpacking the apartment and the people organizing the apartment. Like, I just didn't need to see all that. And so, no, I'm not on the train. But, you know, God bless them. I think they're getting married in a couple months. Yeah. And y'all. All, all the other women in that house needed was one more reason to hate Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, I. I I, I do have to say we I had a and maybe 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 you coined this phrase, but um one someone d DM'd us and uh and said, Yeah, just and they're they're like, boy, the most of the bedsore brigade really hates Lindsay. <laughs> 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 that that's a good one. I in my mind call them like the Charlie Bucket family. Like they're yes. just you know, toes to the bed. Yeah. It they're they're really, yeah. Are they turning every 15 minutes? I'm concerned. Someone, someone should turn those women. Uh, Amanda's doing. Amanda is perhaps doing her mopiest this season. I was, yeah. I was kind of shocked. Uh, I watched just a little bit of the first episode, and then it was on, and I was like, "Please get some. Someone give her like a B twelve shot." Right. <laughs> yeah. Please. Really, that's what it is. She could really benefit from a multivitamin. I haven't even watched an episode. So for like, what are we missing? <laughs> oh gosh. Um, I mean, Amanda's losing a lot of weight. She's not having her period. Um, oh, so that's been a lot. Mm. Um, Paige uh, found out that Craig likes her, her boyfriend for a year, found out that he wants to keep being committed to her and she cried. And so he was like, never mind. And then she was like, okay, thank you. Um, let's see. Um, Sierra. That's on brand. Not- yeah. <laughs> Sierra's not with Austin from Southern Charm. Fortunately, she's blooming blooming because of it good 
Danielle's just screaming and crying everywhere. Wait, so her and Austin are a couple now? No, 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 no. They are officially, no. officially done. Oh, officially. Not with, oh, I misread it. Okay, I was like, because I like Sierra. And I'm like, no, not, not no. that tongue. She, not that she tongue, needs, Austin. Yeah. She, needs, <laughs> she needs to be, she needs to find her own way not through men. Um, for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, at least not men like, you know, West you know, south of the Mississippi. Like, could we at least find a guy yeah. in New York? Yeah. Um, and yeah, and Danielle is really breaking my heart because I love her so. And she's, she's been playing. great every other season I've seen. It's just what I've seen. She, I think she had a hard, hard breakup with her and Robert. And yes. Yeah. She's, so. um, she's projecting a lot of her relationship issues that are still going on onto her situation with Carl and Lindsay. And then there's just like a lot of things happening with Danielle. I think a lot of, um, you know, I don't think she's where she wants to be in life in like a lot of areas. And mm-hmm, yeah. she's projecting that onto Lindsay. She's projecting that onto Lindsay and Carl's very happy spawn con relationship. And <laughs> just, there's just like a lot of things coming at them and it's just, it's bad. It's not good. Do you, when then whenever I see the what I call the new people, they always <laughs> remind me of those Saturday Night Live uh, cast members that just pop out of nowhere, and you're like, "Who's this again?" Right. <laughs> this is Rubber Face Number Two, and this yeah. woman is kind of quirky lady Number Three. I've never seen her before. Oh, and this is Black Woman Number Two because there's Basically. there's there's two now. <laughs> there's three. There's three. There's uh, three now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, usually they don't let them all be in the same house on the same weekend. That might be a Hamptons <laughs> rule. Wow. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot going on. The, the the new kids are starting to shine a little bit, which is good because Lindsay and something. Carl and Amanda and Kyle are too established to be in a house with 24 year olds who are trying to like get it on with somebody at Hampton Social. Like, it's Thanks, right? It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. There oh. is this. That's what kind of bothered us is that. It became just maybe it touched on poodle night because we're in our mid forties, but it just felt like we know we're too old to be living this life, and so right. are half the people in this house. Right, and it just yeah. felt like they were. It just felt old brigade and new brigade, and it just was the. It yes, back problems don't belong in summer house. <laughs> I agree. No, I agree. I agree. But I will say that the last couple of episodes we have seen more of the cast in the city, and that is very refreshing. Good. Yeah. Th- that that was how it actually season one, season two. You saw a lot more of that. Even the mm-hmm. even the workers, the workers girls were. Yeah. You saw them in their daily day to day lives. Workers right. circus. Yeah, those two. Um, yeah, so I, I'm hoping for like a in the city spinoff. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's because we just to shift up time again because it was last night or because it's mm-hmm. everyone any anyone can talk about. Um, and you do you do yeah. everything in pop culture. We are going to talk, by the way, for you listeners going. Wait, this is seeking brother husband. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. This is this is our time. <laughs> I want to talk to Kara Berry about what she thinks and fuck them. They can listen and they can fast forward. But you need to let them know that eventually we are going to talk. About yes, we're really- going to talk about it. But this is our show. My This is my show. No, our, our show. show. Um, our show. Just letting people know we are going to get there and we're going to talk more about that too on Kara Berry's feed. So um, to be honest... No. Not a lot happened with Seeking Brother Husband, so I'm fine to talk yeah, about the I, next. Right. Yeah, go That's ahead. why I just want to let wanna... people know. 
I want to talk about that. So we'll um I want to just who what what did you what what are what's your takeaway from the Met Gala from last night? Oh, I loved it. <laughs> Excuse me. The Met Gala was a lot of fun for me. I like just to get into like here's the thing. I feel like people now are think piecing us to death and you got to let it go. It's one of those things where like, there's no ethical consumption of any part of fashion. So get in here, that here. dress girl and twirl and we like it or you don't, but like, exactly. I don't hear any opinions otherwise. So um, I personally have a great time. I have a great time watching it every year and I thought people did really well. I'm happy. Who were your standouts? Um, I'm going to say something controversial yet brave. Ooh. And I will say because the bar is in lower than hell with the Kardashian and Jenner, <laughs> Kylie actually managed to like just lightly step over that bar. And she did kind of did. It was in yeah. that, wasn't she in the red number? Um, the red and blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was nice. Um, it was cute. It was cute. Um, I, I appreciated Kendall's. Um, very tall Marc Jacobs boots that they had to, people didn't like it, but I appreciated it because on the e-feed, you could see the close-up of her feet just trembling on every step because <laughs> she was terrified to walk. <laughs> they were really shaking, and I enjoyed Suffer that. Suffer for fashion. Mm-hmm. She very much did. Um, you know, I love Janelle Monet. I love the, oh, like, theatrics. We were talking about that one yeah earlier. Yeah. yeah, all taking it off and, and the whole vibe. That was the um, best part, the reveal, the reveal. Yeah, yeah, it was so nice. Um, I really liked, um, oh gosh, what is his name? Jeremy Pope, who had like the big yes. Karl Lagerfeld cape. Poodle hasn't seen that and I was telling I, him about it. I did, it. I looked, I did look, I liked it. He's done, to me, he's done more interesting things. And to mm. me, I felt like the Karl Lagerfeld portrait was too obvious. Mm. Um, on the cake, but it was too, it was so opulent that it was yeah. okay. I loved um, it that I didn't realize at first it was Carl Lagerfeld because it felt almost abstract. And then because the way it moved, and then when you looked at it, you noticed it was actually him. So maybe it's because I only saw it from above that I immediately recognized it. So that's a good mm. point. Yeah. Um, I loved my favorite of the night was Taika Waititi's. Um, oh, oh he did look good. It was my, my favorite of the night. Right over the carpet. I mean, just taking out. You look so good. You <laughs> look so good. And like the pearls and like the suit jacket. I'm a huge fan. I mm-hmm. loved Brian Tyree Henry's kind yes. of royal, like kind of like. And the other one I noticed when I was just looking a couple minutes ago, I loved um, Dua Lipa's. It was really simple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was like upholstered like a couch. Um, Yeah. The fabric it was made out of. Yeah, it was a vintage from 1992, I believe. Um, Yeah, she looked really pretty. She she gives it. She's got a really pretty face. Um, And little Nas X, of course. Uh, Oh, of course. Come on, come on. What a moment. Um, And what a what a what a what just a great black queer moment. Like again, that we keep getting. It's just. (laughs) It's going to, it's just, it's just so. Um, Everything he does is so exciting. just brilliant. Just chef's kiss. That's I true. like that he's like, he'll give you everything and then he'll tuck back for a few months and then he's got a whole new era and I'm just hopping yes. right on the train. I loved it. Yeah. And the beginning, I was thinking when I, when he came out at first, I was kind of like, okay, can you prove it with the talent? And then I went, wait, yeah. 
he does, but why does he have to? He's he's in this he's in this modality of like he's in kind of an icon, mm-hmm. and like it's ridiculous. I'm 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 so proud of him. If that's a weird right. thing, right? Yeah, we feel the same way. <laughs> I feel like he's my son on a t-ball team. Yeah. Good job, well, boy. He'd be like your son. He'd be like more my brother because I'm younger. Oh come just, on, you're 18 right. months younger than me, bitch. <laughs> Anyway, uh, but anyway, so I, we y'all, said on our last podcast we felt like the men won the night at the Met Ball compared for to the women. Sure. I, I fully, fully agree with you on that. Um, yeah, I think they looked so good. Like Kihu Kwan, so hot with like yes. he was just wearing that pinstripe suit, but that looked so good with the fingerless gloves and the glasses. And yeah, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Even Diddy, I was like, he brought out the Sean John after how many years to design where that? Has he been? I know. Yeah. yeah, he looked good. Shocking. Um, I thought he was Dunny. <laughs> Idris Elba still looks amazing. Yeah, always. Oh, oh, I didn't see I him. Know. He's he's in his he's in his daddy era. Fully Ooh, Luther. Luther. He was <laughs> he was like sexy young daddy for a while. Now it's full daddy, oh, yeah. like cigar mm-hmm. in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Oh well, God. I just went to a gay porn place. I know. Um, I still want him to be Bond, but he won't. But I'm, I don't know. You know, he said that he doesn't. Heard he doesn't want to do it. Yeah, he said yeah. he doesn't want to do it. Um. Anyway, Ooh. regardless. Oh of yeah. All that, let God, us. Looks, let us. Ooh, sorry. I'm gonna go to a place. I gotta put down my phone. He looks good. <laughs> let us finally move on to seeking brother husband. But before we do that, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. 
and they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality. 
coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Y'all, we're finally going to talk Seeking Brother Husband season finale. What I think is probably the series finale. <laughs> yeah, gotta be. I hope what, so. I want to, before we jump in, I want to ask you, Kara, what are your thoughts on this stepsister, stepbrother, sibling of a sister, sister wife of a show um, compared to SSW? What are your oh, thoughts? It, it's, it's tough. I I have a lot of patience for TLC shows, and by that I mean like very slow. Um, I can handle that; that's not a problem. But like this was rough because I just feel like nobody really jumped off the page for me except for yeah. Kenya. And then I decided to stand Shara like last episode, but that was like kind of a little too little too late. So, <laughs> yeah, I I'm totally with you. I think both of us are on the same page. I don't think. I think the show waded into where it was it was basically like a dissertation on the benefits of polyandry, but it never really got there, mostly because I don't think most of these people are really involved in polyandry. Well, um, yeah, I mean, none of them are. And I also like half of them were just bringing people off from the bench of their past relationships and be like, yeah. put a mic on. Let's talk about it. I mean, that's a poodle move. yeah. <laughs> I get that. That that I'm not going to yell at. But um it does feel it did feel like um and I do believe I don't really care anymore. At the beginning I was like, "Ugh, Kenya's kind of an asshole. I think they're here to sell books and blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. But at the end I did not care. I um, didn't care either. They were they were really entertaining. We're going to talk about them on on your show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're entertaining. I th- I will say the only person that I still that I actually walked away from because in shows like these, you know, let's say it's TLC. It's very loosely. But if we still said it means the learning channel, it's like, what did I learn? <laughs> what did I learn? And the only couple I actually learned anything about a polygamous or a polyandry would be Kim, Vincent and Dustin to me are the only one I actually mm-hmm. saw someone trying to do that type of relationship and um because i'm with you like i like shara i think she has is completely completely obliviously naive and unrealistic about things in life but i kind of don't care because her eye makeup always looks fun and i love kenya too and their whole vibe but um yeah it just so i'm with y'all that i did enjoy it but I also know I'm going to, for like, I'm probably, I might think a little bit about Kim, Dustin, and like Vincent after this, like where they are, whatnot. But the other ones, I'm like, okay, thank you for coming over. Bye. Yeah. 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 I attempted to listen to Noble's podcast uh, addressing <laughs> oh. his breakup in the comic book shop. But honestly, I fell asleep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was 30 minutes and I fell asleep about 11 minutes into it. So. <laughs> Boy. 
Boy. someone was really hoping there for their 15 minutes. Uh, and he only got 11 out of me before I passed out. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, can I, can I start in with probably one of the worst people on reality TV that I've seen in a couple of years, just someone who I had a visceral dislike of from her first scene. And that's Alyssa. <laughs> yeah. Well, Alyssa gonna, and Mike. Well, let's yeah. find a little silver lining. I personally learned like how, aggressive a transition lens could get in the <laughs> exactly. sun, the whole spectrum so you know i took something I, from that i've True. never and y'all you, you know who have listened for a while i'm not a fan of transition lenses mm-hmm. um but these for some reason were actively aggressive these these act the, every time i would stare it was like they were telling me knock me off i dare you no, like she um, was wearing them to piss me off at some points. And she yes. we don't even know each other, you know? <laughs> and uh, I, I felt like this was – I went back and forth the whole time. And my tinfoil Hattie, that's my conspiracy theory drag queen character, um, mm-hmm. tinfoil Hattie decided that what if Mike – was trying to blow up his marriage um, by Ooh. throwing in these ideas about having kids and trying and make her look foolish on TV. Um, and basically, cause so he would be the woman who say, he would be the one who say, I tried everything. I tried, I let her, I let her open up my marriage. And Sniper so, wow. Okay. Yes. That's she how really t- does. She really goes in on him on this. And basically oh, yeah. says, no more children, no more children, none. And then he comes back and says, but what if we wanted? Like, there's a chance. So you're saying yeah. there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, I have a question for you guys as people who live in California, because they went to the beach in this scene. Yeah. I feel like, you know, if you're beach adjacent, don't you have beach towels? Because that, what Mike had was a full like bathroom white fluffy <laughs> towel from like JC Penny. They're not, these aren't beach people. They went there because they needed something else than their house to make people not throw themselves down a flight of stairs. Yeah. We really um, don't go to the beach. Out. I don't, I don't own a beach towel. I don't no. have one. Oh, nor I own like three. Why <laughs> do I need one? I never go to the beach. I go to the beach. Well, they go to the beach plenty. And yet I'm not seeing any of the accoutrement. They're not normal beach people, though. Like, they went, they went, he went They're earlier. They're not, because she said, oh, no, it's going to be cold, I bet. I went, it's the Pacific Ocean. It's always cold. <laughs> like, we know this in California. It is always cold. In July, it is cold. Mm. I think they are, I think they're probably in, like, Mar Vista, that's um, what I was wondering. Is this yeah. like um, who's the one from Ninety Day Fiance who lived in New York? Who's got that Johan? Who's that monster? What Danielle. Oh okay. God, fucking! I was wondering if they were saying bitch. that Mike and Alyssa live in Los Angeles, but really live in like somewhere else. Like she was living in Yonkers and pretending that she lived in the East Village. <laughs> You're right. She was always in Manhattan, just yeah. like. They were playing like Sinatra, and she's like, "I love New York, but it's expensive." Yeah, what a what a horrible Wait, so person. So she was paying four thousand dollars a month for an apartment in Yonkers. That's what I was wondering. That's what I was wondering. Wow, 
Oh, and and yeah. and yet he's the one who's not fiscally responsible. Okay, well, I know. Wow, you dumb bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we we made kind of a sport of hating her. We we yes, we she's she's kind of fun to hate. Uh, her season of Love in Paradise was equally appalling. Oh, uh, so great. But she, uh, but this idea of Alyssa. I think you're right, Poodle. I think he was trying to like. I think. Y'all, it's so, I don't know. Is it obvious to the two of you that Mike doesn't want this life? Yes. Very much from so. The, from the beginning. Yeah. So, like, I, I feel like, I, I not to sound too tinfoil hatty as well, but, uh, or tinfoil matty, but. Um, I don't like I, that. Don't co-opt me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that what if even the bringing of his mother, he thought doing that on TV, like he all. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. that yeah. was my that was tinfoil Hattie's conspiracy theory that this was his way of blowing up his marriage so he can come out the winner and saying, "Oh, you should have seen this harpy I was married to. She wanted me to do all this weird sex stuff." Oh. <laughs> I mean, Kara, what did you think whenever he said like that quote at the end where he said, well, "You know, what if we get old and we don't want to do this?" Yeah, I mean, he clearly doesn't want to do this. But what's even more confusing to me is that they had a whole podcast before they filmed this show about their um, how they're both like stepping out. So they're not polyamorous. They're they're doing like a whole open relationship. But yeah, it just seems like he's got a knife to his back every time. And he's like, yeah, are you having fun? Because I'm having a lot of fun here, too. And he seems very forced. I promise this is exactly what I want. Right. (laughs) Having a great time. Well, he even told that gay couple at the beach, his friends, um, (laughs) that uh, he's having he's having the time of his life. You know, he's really enjoying it. I'm very confused. Yeah, I now that you put this uh, bug in my brain, I do think that Lisa was used as a get out of get out of relationship free card. Yeah. A Didn't cudgel. He, yeah. he, he, Wait, he I used... just realized his mom's name was Lisa and he married Elisa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Superman's names. Jor-El, Kal-El. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Elisa. Um, can we, so, but I think all of us would agree that we never want to see either of them in television or in real life again. <laughs> no, not in passing. I would be fine if I saw her at Michael's. I don't hate her the way you oh, do. Oh, I can't stand her. I I think she was the ultimate let's do this show for my own social media fame. And it it showed through it in, in every frame for me. I agree. She was trying yeah. to get her line dancing career popping and it didn't <clears throat> work. Mm, no. And I think she's also, the other thing is, she's not wild. She's not a wild enough cool girl to do it. She could never yeah. really do it. She's all talk. Yeah, she's forcing the like manic pixie dream girl of it all, and it. it yeah, you're right. It's not yeah. convincing at all. She's trying too hard. Yeah, that's a good way. She she does. She desperately wants to be the manic pixie swinging girl. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way about Kim, honestly, at times, but um, more so about yeah. Lisa. I think Kim. Um, let's actually um, let's well, let's save those for your show because yeah. I want to I want to do one more of the funny ones for ours. <laughs> Wow, but, glad you just left Cara Berry with all the no, no, shit no. shows. No, I'm saying, <laughs> no, we're, I'm you know excited. What, 
That did sound funny. I'm like, oh, we're going to say, I'm going to do the funny ones on our show. You know what? Let's do, let's, because I think you're right. Let's do Kim, because um, this is a good segue. The thing about Kim that is interesting, I think for both of both Maddie and I, is that you can tell a lot of this comes from ridiculous amounts of religious trauma. Um, Very much. You can tell in the yeah. bangs. It's clear. Yeah. The, those and bangs are not hiding a lot of trauma. Trauma bangs. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Care, what is your what is your as introduced to this couple? What are your thoughts on Vincent? Oh man, I call him the Dark Knight, not because he's black, just because he has a dark. Because energy. he talks like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he seems like he would be like looking at you from a building on high. It just yes. he just has that energy. Um, I feel like we're not getting the full story of why Vincent is so uncomfortable, and I honestly think there's a racial element to it that is not yeah. being spoken about. And I think that really came across at that party. Yes. Where he said, white swingers party. Yeah. Yeah. Where he said afterwards, like people weren't making me feel welcome or like were intentionally not including him. And yeah, I, something about that whole situation had more to it than what we were hearing. I felt. I totally agree. We agreed on that episode. We talked about the same thing that he, he, we, Almost everyone in the audience kind of understood what he was talking about. He's like, I felt very much like I didn't belong. And he's like, everyone at that party was right-handed. <laughs> right. It, it was very, yeah, I, I felt bad for him. But I also want to know how long had they been broken up before cameras came into play? Nothing for him. He he seemed quite reluctant to even do the show. His talking yeah. heads felt very like he would thinking, "Why am I here?" Um, right. I I really do. I'm really sad we did not get a Vincent a Vincent uh, Dustin Eiffel Tower with Kim. Um, <laughs> and I think if you, you, as you said, you said she doesn't need to be there though. <laughs> Need to be there. Do, um, yeah. Do you think they were just Vincent and Dustin were more than friends? I think so. And I have a personal theory about Dustin. I think he may have been playing the long game too, kind of like Mike. Like, I think he was being sensitive husband and he was okay with Vincent. Like, I think just by chance they ended up liking each other. But yeah. I think. Dustin was like, mm, I'm, I'm going to be nice to you and I'm going to put my hair in a low ponytail and like <laughs> ex- escort you to the car on your way to go roller skating with that weird man. But I'm going to be patient. And, yeah. you know, love is patient. Love is kind. They said love that. Is, love is patient. I think also I, Dustin, like he at least when he feels stressed out, he can just, you know, he has his sound bath studio that he runs. So I'm sure yeah. that that's going great for him. It's. This it felt like to those me fucking pants. That Sorry. This, oh god, those pants. He, he I mean dresses, that is just you no. Know, he dresses like every massage therapist in Charlotte. It very Hello. crunchy. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean honestly, you can smell the patchouli just right what? off. Actually, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. I've got to go off on it. What do you Google on Amazon to get the search for those pants? What do you <laughs> type in? <laughs> uh, bisexual pajama <laughs> pants. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right.
are you are you looking for something to hang out with with women and guys at your home where just just enough to give the right signals to both right um, and you know yeah. what at the bottom of that it says like these are frequently bought together and that's how he got the inflatable outdoor hot tub and the pillar <laughs> yeah <laughs> now, we have come Kara, we have come for inflatable hot tubs. A lot of our listeners have said they also no, have them. No, I no, question no, no. their no, no. choices. We came, we came for inflatable hot tubs in someone's living room, like oh, Sean, like Sean on Love After Love. Right. We did <laughs> not come for inflatable hot tubs outside as much. I'm fine with those. Make those. Yeah. That was a it's, shocking reveal for me. He, I didn't, I didn't know they were inflatable either. We've had a lot of people say that th- those are common in some parts of the U.S. Um, I true. was, uh, I was just, I think I was waiting this whole time to get more of a heart to heart between Kim and Vincent, and we never really got it. Um, or even with all three of them sitting down, it did feel like something had happened. And the cameras weren't there, and we were recreating a little. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought we were going to get more. I, I do feel like what I, I did take Kim as, I think, like I do. I agree with you. I think maybe they were broken up before, but it does seem like there's a bit of a wokeness to it. But then there was also a bit of. Kim seemed like she actually did care about Vincent when she was trying to respect what he wanted. Um, uh, because, you know, I love me some Kenya, but like when a, when a, when Miss uh, Tiger said, well, I don't know if I'm into that. Kenya would look at him and be like, why are you crazy? You know, like, <laughs> why are you being a fool? Whereas Kim was really like, is this is not what you want? This is what, and I, I think what I liked about the storyline is we saw whether it was recreated or not, but we saw someone who, because there's probably a lot of people that try having a polyamorous relationship and realize this isn't for me. I am a monogamous person. Yeah. And she kind of came to terms with that. Like, think it was this interesting play of someone saying, you know, oh, I think that person might be gay or bisexual, of her going, I think he's a monogamist and he doesn't know it. Almost like he had to kind of come to that realization, which was fascinating. Do you, do you think that that's like maybe a little bit. I don't know, manipulative on her part, because something she said, like, I don't know if this is this type of relationship is really right for you. Where is the ownership on her end? I another thing that I want to know is like, how transparent was she with Vincent about what she wanted? Because I'm not understanding what he that we don't know. It was never clear. Yeah, if he it, knew what this was from jump, like, the, yeah, what all for. But but that's also the I mean that was the Miss Tiger line and that was you know that was the noble that was all that was really the arc of a lot of the a lot of the second guys who were now having to maybe have a third guy they were like wait a minute but I thought I was the special one no right this this male frailty it wasn't it something to behold Kara this season they oh. all thought they were the last. <laughs> Right. Like the the absolute just like clear, clear mind of being like, well, surely, surely she'll never find anybody better than me. And the other <laughs> guy she's with. And that's, <laughs> to, and that's the big difference between this show and Seeking Sister Wife is the women come into this trying to form some type of a lot of them 
uh, even 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 the the Manson girls kind of family of the Davises, they they you can tell it, that's a family. <laughs> I miss them so much. Um, you know, Me you're too. right. There's something about a woman who can be broken down in a very specific way where she's like, well, let's just be friends out of it. I don't think men have that within them. No, we don't. We don't. Yeah. Especially me. I, I could no. not do, I could not do a polyamorous relationship. I would, I would need to know that I was the wife. I would, I was wife. Number one, I'd mm-hmm. be a great first wife. <laughs> well, if you came in as wife, number two, you would have first, number five, wife. Number one would be dead. Well, if you came in as the second guy, you would have a much stronger reaction than Vincent and Miss Tiger did if the person told you they wanted to bring in a third. Yeah, or or I would demand a lot of things. <laughs> I demand a, like like a like a new like a new car or something that that I would make That's my love. demands known. I know, That's isn't love. it? Love is things. Um. <laughs> so anyway, I was kind of um. I was kind of annoyed with the way this ended. Um, y'all, at this point, I think we're going to, I think we'll move on over to Kara's uh, show at this point. Yeah. Let's um, do is that it. okay? All right. But All for right. our show, Kara, tell everybody where they can find you. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. You can find me over at Everyone's Business But Mine, everywhere you listen to podcasts, or over on Instagram at Everyone's Business But Mine. Perfect. Yay! Y'all join us on Kara's uh, on Kara's feed in just a little bit. Uh, we'll be talking about the 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 wedding event of the year between Kenya and Miss Tiger. Did she wear white? And by that I mean Miss Tiger. <laughs> um, and we'll be also talking about uh, Shara, the, the the joke triple that I called Shara and uh, Shara Patrick and Valentine. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.